All Fiddlesticks. It's episode 36. Hello and welcome back to the Rena Hundred Show, the show where I, Rena Hundred, talk about a thing and then I say things while I talk. That's usually what people do when they're talking, they say things. Um, and today what we shall be talking and saying things about is the purge, not the movie. Just the act of purging. Purging. Um... I wanted to bring it up, well, I mean, I guess it was a little while ago, but do you remember when everyone was obsessed with Marie Kondoing their homes and just um, getting rid of as much as they could and living the simple life? It was an interesting time. Uh, those were big purges going on. And uh, it made me wonder, because her big thing was you pick up an object in your home, and you say to yourself, does this spark joy? And if it doesn't, you get rid of it. And there's just something kind of toxically positive about that attitude. Like, uh, I feel like people started applying it to the people in their lives, and they were like, does this person spark joy? If not, goodbye, because I'm only going to feel good things. Not that you should be around people that make you feel bad things. But aren't things a little more complex than that? Like, things that... I have things that make me feel a lot of different ways. Sometimes joy, but also kind of a longing and a connection to the past. And do we always want to get rid of those things? Because sometimes aren't they the things that, that ground us in our lives and keep our identity alive? Or is it better to just really purge the past move on and be free from whatever cage of an identity you had determined at an earlier time and just be the person you are now and forget all of that. But I don't know, I find doing that makes me feel kind of rudderless, like I'm just flitting around in the world with less meaning. Um, and it feels like a betrayal of the past to just kind of shrug it off and move on because it doesn't spark joy anymore. Um, but maybe that's what we should be doing. I can't tell what the healthy thing is anymore. I really don't know. But I do think a lot of the reason that people keep things around uh, that don't necessarily spark joy is because they're trying to freeze time uh, they're trying to hold on to moments in time and stop time from wheeling by without without any control, without any, any say to it. Also, like, because having stuff, we project our inner world onto the stuff around us. So, like, you take how you're feeling and you put it onto the thing that you have. <laughs> I just said the same thing twice in two different ways, but you understand. Like, let's say you fancy yourself a very fancy person and then you buy these things that are fancy and then that's an, an outward affirmation of that aspect of your identity. 
And it's kind of chicken and the egg now, you know. You feel fancy, you see that you're fancy. You see that you're fancy, therefore you feel fancy. And then the fanciness just keeps going on and on, kind of in this infinity loop of, of full-on fancying itself. Um, so, I mean, that's another way. You, c you can reinforce certain things about your identity by keeping certain objects around. It's very much tying you to this world and not to the next one, all these objects. Um, but yeah, getting rid of things. I mean, it's hard for me to get rid of things because I always think, oh, what if I'll miss it when it's gone? I've grown accustomed, like that song, to, I don't know if any of you know from um, My Fair Lady, you know. I've grown accustomed to her face. She almost makes the day begin. Where he's saying that, uh, oh, he's, I mean, that song's funny because he's pretending like he's not in love with her. I mean, this is how I understand it. Um, and just says, no, I'm just, I just got used to her being around. That's why I miss her so much. Um, but yeah, I, I always wonder, like, like certain objects that I have that have been given to me by people that I love. Oh, I just, I want to hold on to them because I can't hold on to the people that I love because they're just always kind of disseminating themselves into the ether and beyond and eventually will just age out of this world. But things can last longer than people. Isn't that messed up? You can make things in your life Probably a lot of the things you make in your life, aside from the food. But you didn't make the food. You're just cooking the food. But <laughs> anyway, well, the poop. Maybe the poop sticks around. Kind of gross. Um, but a lot of, let's say you're creating things in your life. A lot of those things going to stick around longer than you do. Weird that stuff can outlive us. Very strange that you can grow attached and you can buy that fancy thing and have it sit in your place. And then it outlives you. And then suddenly... It's there at some estate sale, and somebody else sees it and says, ooh, I'm fancy. I want that fancy thing. And then it's just this endless loop of uh, infinity fanciness again, but it's found a new victim to fancify. <laughs> oh, boy. But, yeah. Um, also, sometimes I think... Oh, I don't know if you can hear my neighbors, by the way, but they're getting very loud and drunk outside. Um, I'm assuming drunk because of the volume. Um, but yeah, sometimes I don't want to get rid of things. I guess maybe I personify them a little bit. Like It's almost like I don't want them to feel like they never had any value. And, and it's not true. If you get rid of something, it doesn't mean that it never had any value. It just means that... Now it's time to move on. But there's always an echo in a purge, right? Because and I, I feel like every episode I end up on death by the end. I mean, that's what happens, right? With like, with like three-year-olds, you know, they go through that phase of being like, why, 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 why? And it always ends up at like the meaning of life and the end of the universe. And well, I, when I do it, I guess I always end up at death <laughs> um but yeah it's hard to purge things because the final purge of course the most dramatic purge of all I, I would argue 
is shuffling off our mortal coil, purging ourselves of our bodies, and whatever that means that we can't understand while we're in our bodies. Do you think when we die, we just die? I mean, that would be even crazier than everything, because that would really mean that it all meant nothing. (laughs) If you just die and it's over, then what the hell was this? Why did we have consciousness if we just die and then it's over? So strange if that's how it goes. But I guess if it does go like that, you won't be around to care that it went like that. It's only sad on this end of the finish line, not on the other side. Um, even if nothing happens, there's, if nothing happens, there's no sadness, you know? So in that sense, there's really no danger in letting go that all the danger and all the pain and all the longing is only from your perspective, but it's not ultimately probably true. None of this stuff that we're scared to let go of actually matters. And what does matter? Well, I mean, I guess it could matter if you decide that it matters. What does matter? Whatever you decide matters, I think. Well, no, because also the things that just make you feel a certain way matter because they make you feel things, and then that makes them matter because feelings matter to people. (laughs) Anyways, all this to say, if you've got too much junk at your place, listen to that Frozen song and let it go, let it go, because you want to make room for some new shit. (laughs) Anyway, hope you have a great week.